Yeah, yeah, yo, what's poppin'? It's your boy Shice Bubs, Mr. Aikiki. I'm back. My co-host, she's on vacation right now. She'll be back. Shout out to Lisa B. You already know what it is. Today, you know, I've been bringing a lot of guests on my show, you know what I'm saying, who are, to me, in the cannabis industry, doing their thing, doing their numbers, you know what I'm saying? But today I have a very special guest over here. He goes by the name of the D.C. Scrogger. He's a legend in D.C. He's a cultivator. He got the big rig of his own wax. And uh, this is Heavy Smoke. What's up, D.C. Scrogger? What's good with you? <laughs> What's going on? Mid, mid, mid pull. Mid pull. <clears throat> this is some White Thorn Rose. White right Thorn here. Rose. Full melt, uh, 90U. Uh, White Thorn Rose. This is out of Mendocino right here. That shit got you sweating right now. Oh, yeah. It is that fire. Some of the best hash <laughs> and terpenes that I've tasted in years. What kind of rig is that right there? Uh, this is a Rio. Uh, gentleman out of uh, DMV area. Uh, Stash Product is a, is a company. He developed this, and it's portable. So, like, most of the time when we hit our rigs, we have to dump out the water. Mm -hmm. We don't have to dump out the water. It, it has little stoppers that'll stop this up. So I don't have to worry about the water. So what? The water stays fresh? Yeah, so it stays fresh and I can just hit it right away. So huh? I don't have to do go you look never for change the water? Or you no, no, I do dump it out. Uh, but when I travel, I can travel with it all. Right. Um, so yeah, this is fire, super fire. Uh, they call me the human taste tester sometimes. If my head is sweating, you got gas. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not sweating, no get beads. That, get that man on um, paper towel, please. If it's no beads mm -hmm. or beady beads, mm -hmm. it's bush. I heard you. So as you see, I'm sweating like I hit full clip. I think Bro. if I smoked a bush, I would have the little beady beads on my head. Because even though I smoke a lot of weed, I smoke a lot of flour. You know what I'm saying? And I know you just told me not too long ago that a blunt is basically a tic-tac to morning breath. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, That's some crazy shit, right? It is. Uh, with the with us oil guys that are in the hash, flour is like, it is a tic-tac to morning breath. So <coughs> you do have like a five-minute recovery rule. You got five minutes. You can cough your lungs up, throw up, whatever. But you got five minutes to recover. Urgent. <coughs> That's another guest on the show. And... <laughs> If you don't recover in that five minutes, don't waste the next man's oil. Okay, don't go back hitting the oil again because you haven't recovered. Right. Um, so uh, with that said, <coughs> I'll be recovering here in about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you got the paper towel, you got the water. So what's life like in D.C. as far as, you know, <coughs> legacy? I see you recovering over there. You hit it hard. <coughs> yeah. Um... What's life like in D.C.? Well, D.C. is not regulating. We've been waiting. We voted for, for recreational cannabis in 2014. Congress governs our budget. So every time the budget comes, every four years, uh, what stopped us from regulating was a Harris rider. That rider says that no funds can be used in D.C. to implement a recreational adult or cannabis use because Congress governs our budget. If you didn't know, like, D.C., our taxa taxation without representation for a reason. 
Uh, we're the only ones on the mainland that pay federal taxes but don't have any representation in Congress. So Congress governs our budget. So the rider came out again. Uh, what we, myself and others were waiting on was anticipating that the rider would expire and we could get down to business rather than the <laughs> what it is now in the city. It's, uh, there's no regulation. Are they in, in the gray area? Are they- yeah, it's, it's straight. It's all gray area. And because there's no regulation for enforcement, it's like slap on the hands. Right. Like, really? What's uh, a slap on the hand? A fine? No, not even that. Like, no paper. Mm. So let's say that you uh, were, were operating in the gray. You, the, the pop-ups are kind of dead now just because of the raids and the robberies. But right. um, let's just say that you were operating in the, in the gray area and you got hemmed up. As long as you didn't have anything in one of these raids, as long as you didn't have anything other than cannabis with you, uh, and you shut up, you have no paper. If you had a gun, other shit, then yeah, they came after you. Right. But no one's really got locked up for cannabis in D.C. because we've regulated. We The citizens asked for it. So there's like this gray area where the cops really don't say anything or do anything. The biggest proponent to the market that's created is the medical market because they're losing out. Uh, but one thing that you're not going to stop is like, DC had cannabis before we legalized. <laughs> A I lot think, of I think I think every state did. Right. So this, this notion that we just came about or cannabis just came about uh, because it legalized or because you went adult use is crazy. Right. Uh, there's always been a market, uh, just like here in New York. Uh, there ain't a facility around that could supply the market, uh, even if they tried to monopolize. Right. And uh, what happened in D.C., why the D.C. scene came about so fast and so big uh, everybody wanted to come down there is because uh, they had a medical program that stalled to begin with. First, it was it was limited by five ailments. So they had limited plant, I mean, limited patient count. Then they upped the ailments to say it's up to physician's discretion, mm-hmm. which they got a boost in patient count, but they didn't up the plant count for their cultivation grows. Mm. So right they when, short right there. <clears throat> and this happened- There's never enough weed. <laughs> Right, and then this happened right at the time in which Initiative 71 was voted for and came about. So the summer that Initiative 71 was rolling out where the laws changed is also the summer and the fall in which that the dispensaries ran out of cannabis. As a black man in this business, right, and the culture, how do you stay up with information like this? Because right now you could be talking foreign to a lot of people out there. I know. You know, know what I'm saying? I, I, I do understand that. Uh, How do you keep one up of my, with that, though? Because a lot of, my, of people be like, I'm not in the know. I, 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 you know, the information comes late. Yeah, one of the, one of the, one of the things that I do is I've, I've helped uh, with legislative efforts around the country. Okay. We can wheel back to who I am and what I did before. Right. And then we'll kind of get wild. So let's, like, let's go back all the way back. <laughs> Where are you from? Like, I'm originally from England. My okay, pops England. is from D.C. Nice. So I was born in England. 
Uh, I grew up uh, most of my early adulthood, I mean, early childhood, adolescence, I grew up overseas. Okay. I traveled, I lived in Panama, I lived in Italy, and uh, I'm from England, but I traveled the world during that time period. Uh, uh, obviously, my par- with my parents. Uh, cannabis has never been taboo in one's family. Mm-hmm. So I didn't grow up with the stigma of this scary plant. It was always taught of cannabis and hemp as a medicinal value. Um, so uh, before I, I turned the camera around, uh, I owned a law firm. Okay. From the age of 23 to 35. That's that's what's going on. And I also ran, uh, also grew. So that was like what I love. And then yeah, I couldn't tell you what I love, right? right? So yeah, ho- Your secret hobby and then. Right. Uh, so around 2013. What made you grow? You just wanted to sm- smoke your own shit? Or, you yeah, selling, want, or were you selling I, it at I, the I've same always, time? We've always had a garden, not necessarily a cannabis garden, but a garden in everywhere where I lived at. All right. So, so we grew native plants. We knew botany. Yeah, yeah. The botany. This is just botany. Right. We, they make it rocket science like it's so I complicated. But <laughs> um, I, I'm telling you, it's water, it's molasses, and it's an occasional micro brew tea. And that's what this is. That's what the Fiji is. That's what everything that I grow is. Right. Uh, so DC Scrogger, just, just in case y'all are like bugging out right now, he's a cultivator. He grows these strains. He's not the breeder. Nope. He's the guy who, you know, kind of like what I did, you know, with with Canatique Farms. You know what I'm saying? I went to them and they bred it for me and they grew it, actually. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't take any claim for that. I just take claim for picking the right one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah you feel yeah. me? And, and it and wasn't the- too hard of a selective because... It was like the the process was just like a one because everything was in order. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and and it it's even developing genetics for. I've been asked to you know because I have this library of right. genetics that is crazy. I got I got I got a better library than I'll say right now. Every dispensary on the East Coast. How long have you been building that library? Some they need years. to know. They need to know because because uh, people yeah. think it's overnight. They oh, think no. that this. They think that growing is overnight. They think that if they, they, they get some seeds and if they go to this the seed drop that they're gonna grow the gas. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> oh man, everybody wants the fire, and that and it's funny because everybody thinks they're smoking the fire until the real fire comes around. Right, and that means you've been smoking mids, you mid smoking motherfuckers your whole life, like for real. Hey, I'm smoking that pressure, and then when the pressure comes, it's like, whoa, you this is this is how you know you got something that nobody's smoking. All right? Or or nobody's hitting on. When they hit it, they look at the J. Fucking right. You do one of these. They look, they look like, look at the J like the J's stupid or it's like some foreign. Right? That's how you know one. It's like, what is that? Like, and they be like, ooh, ooh, right? (laughs) And mind you, that person that went woo woo had been telling you for years that they, they got all that. the pressure. I've been through it a million you know, times. It'd be funny because it's like, well, damn, you've been smoking me. Every time mids. I see that face, I'd be rich. And and there are levels to this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the best cannabis I've ever smoked in my life is outdoor. Heard you. Not I would indoor. say, I, I don't, hmm. The best? You say the best is outdoor? No, no. The best I've smoked is outdoor. What you mean? Like strong-wise? Like 
gas. Strong. Well, well, everything yeah, old, everything ev- on point. M- meaning, even terpene levels, you're not going to compete with what the sun does. That hasn't been since 2010, though. It's terpenes. It huh? wasn't since 2010, though. Yeah. I've smoked some fire this year out in Mendo that was yeah. straight up like, I go out to- It was to, everything? Yeah, I go out there looking I don't, I don't for the new weed. new. I want to see, uh, I say, I got friends that go out and they go out to get them packs, right? right? Mm-hmm. I don't go out to get packs. You I go out packs. to go see the fire on the tree two years before you even hear about it. You're doing research. I want to see it, what it's going to be. And they asked me, Scrogger, come out, come see. You're doing R&D. And like the Gok right now, Gok, G-A-K, Gok, right? You'll know Gok like GMO two years from now. Heard you. But Gok right now, the Gok crosses and the Goks is where it's at as far as like- Gas. Yeah, fire. And What's the profile on gas? The, the profile- on gas. Terpenes? Yeah, on gas. Because there's a heavy, heavy pinene myrcene, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. heavy sedative, right? Uh and uh usually an an, an earthy uh taste to it. But because we're developing and and cats is breeding on an astronomical level, they're throwing in now like hey, peach is next. Peach. Peach. Mm. Peach terpenes is next, y'all. You heard it here first. You're going to be peach everything. (laughs) Y'all going to love it. Um, But uh, most people in New York, for example, right? We're in New York. When I come up here, when I I come up here, um, you know, it's sour, sour, sours, right? Right. And then when I bring the sours, sours, it's like they don't want it. Right. Like, what you mean? I got sour strawberries, sour cherries. Like, what you mean? I got all the sours. I got sour from sour family. What sours do you want? But everyone thinks they've smoked the sour. Then you get the real cut, grow out the go out, grow it out, and bring it, and you don't want it? Is it because you ain't been smoking sour? Is that it? Maybe. Maybe that East Coast sour you know D's that you've been saying was you know East Coast sour when D's comes to not sour, been it. When it comes to sour diesel, right? Being in New York and, you know, being smoking sour and haze and dro and all these strains that's been imported here. You know what I'm saying? Sour diesel changed throughout the years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? By the time it legalized in California and a lot of these growers started migrating out West, they started crossing the sour with other weeds. Mm-hmm. Because for a minute, you couldn't tell the difference between OG and sour because mm-hmm. they were so similar. You know what I'm saying? And from there, then headband came about and it really just got crossed up. So, you know, people will come with the sour, but the structure is not the original, original sour. It's like skunk. The popcorn sour. Yeah, it's like Pink skunk. Hair. Yeah, it's like you know? skunk. Yeah. Skunk one, skunk. Yes. Like, it was a big debate couple of weeks back it wasn't even a month ago so uh, when it comes OGs. to breeders sorry i'm gonna cut you off but when it comes to breeders right since you're a cultivator do you get most of your seeds or your clones from breeders or right directly from them directly from them yeah who's I, top three right now in the country top three breeders in the country right now uh compound 
mm-hmm. which would be node labs. So compound and node labs are the same, well, the same entity. Um, uh, JBZ with, with his uh, jealousy crosses. Um, number three. Number three. That's a good one. Um, the thing about it is I got like so many people that I deal with and right. piss some people off. <laughs> nah, this ain't to piss nobody off. I said <laughs> no, top three. No, no, no I said like top three. Top 10 list is always yeah, what top it is. Top 10 list is something. I'm the top three right now. Uh, in my stable and JPZ. what I'm going. Uh, 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 compound, I got this crazy uh, uh, banana cream, uh, cream cake cross with jealousy. Uh, and... Um, Man, uh, for me, uh, I'm gonna give my boy Minnesota Dabs uh, the, the, the third, the third slot. slot. Uh, Minnesota <laughs> Dabs, uh, uh, Plum Crazy is a genetic called Plum Crazy that washes purple. It makes purple hash, like really purple. It washes, and and a lot of times you'll see hash that's washed. So the wash in the washing cycle will be a Kool Aid, but when it comes out, it's still a white puck. We're right. talking. Purple trichomes. Mm, purple so, pucks. Yeah, purple hash. So I got plum crazy, plum crazy cookies, plum Kaliski cookies, crazy sugar plums. I got plum runts, one pack to the world that was ever made to the world to be given. I actually won it on auction. Ow. But a guy named Minnesota Dabs is the homie. He is uh, somebody who I respect. And I'll give one more. Swamp Donkey Seeds. He's a veteran that that creates post-traumatic stress disorder genetics for post-traumatic stress disorder, and that's what he develops. So he tried, he's, he's only singly developed his his genetics uh, for that cause. And uh, Alaskan Thunderfuck is how you would know who he is. He's the one who brought that to the world. Uh, so, But there's Alaskan other people. Thunderfuck. Alaskan Thunderfuck. There's so many people uh, and so many dope breeders out there uh, that you know, what it really is is what terpene level and palate do you like? Right. Because we have all have a unique endocannabinoid system. I have mood swings, so you know, I always like the gas. I always like um, that the pine terpene you were talking about with the earthy taste. You know what I'm saying? But nowadays, I've been on dessert time. I like fruits. I've been on dessert and gas. time. You know and man. if you can cross both and of if them. if you can cross both of them, woo. you've hit the- Crazy thing. sugar plums. GMO cross I love plum it. crazy. I've it's, had a couple good plum strains. It's it, it, And the plum comes out as plum plum. Like it tastes like plums. So when it comes to the word strain, to use the it's word strain, strain. Or is, it's, a culti- it's, it's a cultivar. It's not a strain. All right. It's not, so it's not so a strain. listen, it's, I'm a cultivator of So we're not going to do that in the comments no more, man. He said it. I brought a, 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 a cultivator here, and he said it's not a strain. It's a cultivar. I am a, I am a, I'm a cultivator of cultivars. Right. And each individual being, DNA, is made up in, genetically different. That's why we hunt. And why I deal with directly with the breeder is because, one, I don't want a pollen chucker. If I'm a tester, I want to know if I'm testing beans for you. Okay, so I don't want to pay 300 bucks and you got a bunch of duds. Or I pay three, 400, 500 bucks for the seeds and you can't tell me what it is. Right. Because you've never grown her. I want to know what I'm looking for. 
in and so what you your catalog. mom is. That's why all those, the top four you said, those are catalog holders. Yeah. Right. Uh, they have a, a, a line, not just one. And like, as far as like growers, there's some growers in the game that is like, man, like. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Name, like, name top Five. Top five growers. Top five growers on oh, Heavy Smoke wow. with uh, they gonna DC be pissed. They're going to be pissed at me. Yeah, it was top five. Man, let's just Is do this the whole country? Or this... This is, man, this is the, <laughs> we can go the world for that matter. Let's just, let's just keep it 100. Um, there's not too many that look like me in the game. That's a fact. There, there isn't. And, and in, in real actuality, man, it's like 10 that are capable of doing what we do. Right. And like, Seven are off the limit, off. So you now you can't even go get them. Yeah, they yeah. already doing it. Yeah, yeah, one of them would be Kingston. Yes. The reason, shout out to Gas the, House. The, the the reason in which I went after licenses, which when I started this, there was no one that looked like me that had a license. I have this goal board at my house that I wrote down before. It's, it reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Nothing on that goal board has a dispensary or cultivation center on it. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I wrote tangible goals that were feasible in my mind. I hadn't seen anybody that was African American that owned, so I didn't. Why the fuck I'm gonna own? And like, yeah, okay. I don't got the, the thirty million you need to build a full on facility, right? Uh, so, but uh, Kingston is one of the people that I truly respect. Well, check um, this out. Um, he is the 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 example of what is possible from someone from my angle. Uh, yeah, it's crazy because a couple years back, I would say 2017, right? I seen a documentary on Vice, and I went to California and I sought them. I sought out Felix in Kingston, and I, I met them at the Emerald Cup. Had a conversation and I just, you know, told them my admiration for what they were doing for the, you know what I mean, black culture as far as being in a, in, in a lane and trying to make a move. You dig what I'm saying? It made me realize that I had to like switch my shit up because I was in the black markets for so long that I, I was just looking at legalization, like cutting into. Cutting into my profit. The, the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Not just my profit, but the whole situation of how things is orchestrated. When I first started this, I was, I, they called me like the anti, I'm anti, I teach you how to fish and yeah. eliminate like the need for the dispensary or the cultivated center. That's what was my purpose. It was crazy. Urgent. But go ahead, man. You're telling me about how you met them. So it, it's ironic that you named him first. For yeah, I reason. named him first because uh, Jesse Holt, Right, there's a Jesse Horton uh, out of out of Oregon, right? He's like the first African American with the license, and then there's there's Kingston and Felix that uh, showed the example of like, yo, you can do this. It is possible. It is, and that's what put the light in my eyes of not that I know I got the skill, mm -hmm. but I didn't. I didn't believe because I hadn't seen. And a lot of times with this and in this cannabis game, it ain't about this. I can't fake teaching you how to grow. That's a fact. Like, I, in, in three, four months, there are some end results that need to be had. And if they're not end results, then my name means nothing. And I care more about my name and my word than anything. And you can't throw no money and dangle it in front of me. 
I'm not going to hop and skip and a jump. And like I said, I once owned a law firm. So you're not going to swindle me with some paperwork either. But I help with legislative efforts around the country uh, because it's important that somebody that looked like me have the opportunity. And especially as this opens up, uh, New York, social equity, 200 million. That ain't shit. I was about to get to that. I ain't talking about the 200 million. I was talking about New York. Because not for nothing, you know, the cannabis market, you would think, you know, in California is the booming place. This is what it is. That's no, it's not. the motherland. New York and consumes more moving, cannabis than And they're all trying anybody. to move over, you know, come <laughs> yeah. this way because, you know, New York has the biggest cons- consumption of this shit. How do you feel being from D.C. even closer than California? Are you ready to come up this way? I'm, I, I'm, I told people when D.C. didn't regulate. I'm out of here. I'm like LeBron. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm taking my talents elsewhere where they needed and wanted to. You know, I've been teaching people how to grow since the day one. I turned the camera around to educate my people right. how to fish. Like, there's an opportunity for us. And if you have this skill, and you don't have to grow the plant. I'm talking about creating a commodity service or a good within Canada of hemp, contributing to the culture. At its infancy is millions 10 years from now, 20 years from now. You are like a mini empire if you gain the knowledge. It's an incubator. Yeah. So... What I decided was rather than, like, trap out my trees, I won the first edible competition in D.C. I was infusing hash oil, not flour, where you're still making flour edibles. Right. <laughs> like, and they're not even making that the right way. Right. National stove. Right. Or, or using an emulsifier in the edible. Sending somebody to the hospital every time. So, uh, and then when I won that, they all wanted them. And I knew I could sell it to them, but I gave it to them. I gave them away free. Thousands, thousands, thousands of J's, thousands of clones, thousands of doobies, thousands of nugs, and thousands of treats. And what I saw statistically, because I had legal background, was that on my side of the city, we were still getting locked up for the plant, where on the other side of the water, just the river crossing, they were getting no paper for the same charges. Why is that? Is that because we didn't know? So I chose, how can I impact my community the best? Could I sell it to them or should I tell them what I know? And I know nobody knows what I be knowing. Right. Because I've been at this my whole life. It isn't like something that is like, people say, Yo, when did you start growing? I started growing February 26, 2014, when I could legally start growing in Washington, D.C. Obviously, that's not the case, but that's the case. When you ask me, when did I legally start growing? I'm not going to tell you I was illegally growing prior before, even though somebody with my astute had to be. But what I did was I chose to go seek the best minds in this. So rather than go out west or go around this globe looking for the packs, I went and sought the people and their understanding on the knowledge that I didn't completely understand. Genetics. Yeah. Or extractions. I can run a closed loop BHO extractor like no problems. That's live resin. 
I'll rather make solventless hash and wash it. I studied under Frenchie Cannoli, RIP to the legend and my mentor. Um, but I want to salt the best mind. So Giddy Up is the inventor of the closed loop yeah. BHO live resin extractor. Him machine. and yeah, the machine itself. Him and Kind Bill created Straight that out machine. Of, uh, Denver. Yep. And I went and I, I sought Giddy Up, and nobody's told me no either. Giddy Up got the pink joint right now. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to them. The, the, no one's told me no, though, when I've asked them. So I asked you, will you show me? Yeah. And it'd be crazy because some homies be going, they go out and they get hella packs, coffins, <laughs> but never at the farm. It's like, what? How you the plug is levels, and you ain't at the farm, bro. It's levels, but you, but it don't make sense to me. Right, it it really doesn't make sense to me. Like, but everybody think they get the number. Mm -hmm. What was explained to me sitting on a somebody's couch that was pretty <laughs> well <Guy>. known. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting on their couch. It's like yo, Scrogger, yo man, your homies come out. They say they this brand, they that brand. They say yo, a brand creates a commodity, a service, or a good. He said, they come with the stacks and the bands and they think they get it. They never get the real number. Scrogger, where are you at? I'm like, at your house. Who you cook? Who's cooking for you tonight? Uh, your wife. They say, exactly. Relationships can't be bought. And you're not a brand. You're a brand ambassador of mine and a merchant. That's what they say. So while everybody going out there getting them packs from them boys, thinking that you coming back here as a brand, you're really just the merchant. I call it cotton picking. <laughs> yup. If I offend you, you know, you know my song, right? I fucking meant to. Cotton picking. Consuming a product you could legally produce. The cotton picking is what built this country. The consumption of today is the cotton picking of old, and the billions they're projecting is based off of 65% of it is our people's money. So who are you selling to? Are you going to produce a commodity, a service, or a good within an industry, or are you going to consume that commodity, good, or service and be the cotton picker of today? Mm. That's why I call people cotton pickers. Mm. And I, it's meant to rub you the wrong fucking way. And there was indentured servants, so anybody else that's listening and watching, talking to you too. You always talk like that because you've always been tapped in. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't have time to be sugarcoating either. Right. I'm not always going to be here. Is this the conversation amongst cultivators and breeders? Yeah. He said, yeah, pretty much. Not everybody it sees it my so way. As far as for us and why why I put lights under us is because we don't have the time is to it be sugar social media. No, you don't think so? Because no. I think I think social media played a part in you know the conversation as far as these people are this the cotton picking of being like they cotton picking. You dig know what I'm saying? Because without it, it was just like. It's illegal. I think, I think it's illegal. This, we don't produce anything. Right. And when we're we're at this infancy. Why don't we produce anything? Yo, bro, we consumers, man. But why don't we produce it though? Why we don't produce? Why we don't cultivate? Yeah. I don't know why, because in within your DNA, you have world class within your DNA. You right. your people's was world class cultivators. Right. World class. And guess what? But why don't and, we cultivate? I think in New York, being from New York, the concrete jungle, it's not too many people places no, to cultivate. I, 
And, it ain't and, even that. I've been all around <laughs> and I've taught all around. And, I, and it's 1% that grows for the 99, y'all. I see. 1% grows for the 99. That real fire, they grow for the 99. That number's not going to jump that much. I understand that. With the, I've taught hundreds of classes, hundreds of lectures, from big to small. Mm-hmm. And I tell each class at the beginning, only 1% of you going to get it. Don't matter what you say, one percent of you. Now you make it sense because at the end of the day, like you know, what I mean, if you really in it, you should be really in it, right? This ain't the, a hobby. All the way because <laughs> it is what it is. Like you know, not to be like talking about myself or whatever, but when I came in, I'm not a, you know I'm not on cultivation time. I'm from New York, so everything in New York is marketing, 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 because you know that's what we do here. So. I made sure that but you've done a fucking good job at that though. I mean, like, I've been doing it for though, 20 like, years the, and the, they that's face. the thing that people don't see. And 10 years before prior to that. That you know that'd be the thing that people don't see. Right. People see this overnight. Mm-hmm. And I like right now. Somebody's gonna be watching this and they're gonna see me and they're gonna say, like, I'm just came about here. Never. Like I just I just came about here. When like your favorite artists, when they come to DC, they come see me. I give them the fire for free because I'm legally able to give them an ounce for free in my city. And I do. And I tell them I smoke more than an ounce to your music. Right. So it it's, it's that sense. easy because I produce. It ain't a cost, but a light bill. Heard Let's you. talk about that, though. Light bill. Let's talk that's about the, that. That's the, that's, the, that's the misnomer in this. How, how much is a light bill? <laughs> light bills is cheap. That, Let me tell you how much so a pound does the light costs. Bill, so does the light bill determine what the pound costs? No. I'll tell you how much a pound costs. All right. Talk okay. About Talk about it. Oh boy. Yeah. How much a pound costs to grow? I'm scared to hear All this right? shit. Babe, you, people don't want to hear this. Yo, I, my culture. <laughs> they tell me. They tell me. I tell y'all too much. Okay. He, like you be giving them too much game. Tell them this one. giving them too much game. Tell them this one. Yeah. All right. No. I teach people. and I do workshops. I, I did workshops last summer before they shut us down. Uh, corona. I've been up here doing workshops. Uh, a full on workshop from the weekend. So we smoking hash on Friday meeting, and then we are gonna learn how to grow on Saturday, and on Sunday we are gonna build the soil. But the biggest question in Noma, you don't grow. It's your light bill's gonna spike. Don't grow. You can't grow cannabis because your light bill's gonna spike. Guess how much? If I was growing with the HPS bulb, which is old school light. Street light bulbs, the real hot ones, and I would have to cool that, right? Guess how much it cost me to grow with that? One of those lights. Mm-hmm. $50 extra on my bill. So okay. $50 times four months is what? 200 Add another month, five. That's 250 250 for the pound. I'll fucking grow as many fucking pounds. Fuck the light bill. What are you talking about? The extra light bill. And that's with mm. the HBS bulb. Now we got the new lights. Game they over. ain't even hot. They, it, the, 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 the price goes down. So the misnomer is they don't want you to grow. That's it. So they tell you all these reasons on why. And also the growing itself. When you say type in how to grow cannabis, right? People that want to grow here in D, I mean, in New York, they're even in D.C. Anywhere. Anywhere. When you type in on Google how to grow cannabis or, or how to grow marijuana, there's a slew of videos. And you might have watched one of those videos 20 times. But I guarantee that person that you watched didn't say this. Hi, my name's D.C. Scrogger. I'm an organic grower. I scrog and use technique of growing. These are the techniques that I'm going to teach you that I've mastered and perfected. There's many ways in, to get the end result. These are the ways that I've chose. 
If they told you that at the beginning of the damn video, you would take that video with a grain of salt. But they don't. So you watch that video, and that guy's growing in soil with newt bottles. He's not an organic grower. And he's following a feeding chart. And you've watched him 20 times, and you switch it to the next guy, and he's growing in deep water current, in hydro, and his terminology is total different. And it don't register because you studied this guy for... The language is different. That ain't what he said. So you switch it to the next guy. He's flooding drain. Then you got a, a, a organic super soil grower and then a no-till organic grower They're, or regenerative farmer. Like there's many ways to get to this end result. But if the person that's trying to teach you doesn't tell you up front that there's many ways, you get more confused in trying to learn. It's like a, to take that's why there's no tutorial videos of Scrogger out there. I'm a real consultant. I teach real classes, and I do, like, multiple consults. But I teach it hands-on. I'm actually going to show you, not tell you. And you watch the video, and because you watched the Hydro video before you watched mine, my language is confusing to you. It is not confusing at all. It is botany. Growing, if you have a vegetable garden, it is about MPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. That's it. And trace elements that the plant needs. If you understand what the plant needs to feed, you create the soil and the plant will feed what it needs from that soil. It's just water. That's nature, <laughs> right? And then the plant can grow to its fullest potential with no manipulation. You can't pour any type of fucking synthetic nutrient and create terpenes. It's not something that like you can like create with a bottle. That's like created in nature. So why wouldn't you want the plant to come to its fullest fruition? And I understand some guys will be on here commenting like, yo, that don't happen in a, in a 100,000 square foot facility, bro. We can't grow that organic. Well, yes, you can. But it's a little more like stressful because there are bugs and living, you know, organisms within the soil. Right? So you could test if you're not on a good IPM, and I'm saying language that some people are not recognizing, but integrative pest management. Uh, if you uh, have a facility or have a grow, you, you need to be on a pest management regimen. And uh, with growing organics in facilities, that pest management regimen is on tilt, meaning it's like a, a, a never-ending but it is possible. Uh, but I said, man, I just grow. I like growing. <laughs> I grow the fire. I make hash. I like hash more than flour. Um, I do. Solventless hash. Solventless hash. And don't get me wrong, like not that, BHO. Not, not that um, bubble hash. Not bubble hash. I make bubble hash also. Right. I make I make uh, temple balls. So I make traditional bit. temple balls. You but make that in the bag? Or how do you? Uh, yeah, we make well, a washing style? machine or, or a vessel. So you have a paddle wash it, okay, or you or you or you create it with a, uh, or you have a washing machine, uh, and through bags, 
Uh, let, let's, let's I asked a question. Uh, well, we I've, can't talk about that, can we? I mean, what's that? <laughs> let's just say this, um, that uh, a sift is not an extraction. A sift? Like, a sift, exactly, right. is not an extraction. So New York, you make sure that like with your grows that you're sieved, right, is not an extraction. If you say I can't make solventless ash, then then I, what you're saying is that you can't collect the keef at the bottom of your grinder. There's nothing in the weed. Right. So it, the, the keef at the bottom of your grinder, that is at a, like a 220 micron. That's the mesh that why you have the key right now what refined hash is even more refined than that so if i hooked up three meshes to the bottom of my grinder uh, at the bottom if it was a 72 or i mean a 73 u at the bottom that 73 is going to be super refined mm. dry sift right that's not extraction it's not an extraction that's so if i if i add water to that and ice and I sieved it through the same bags, those meshes, it's not an extraction. It's a sieved. So make sure that like when y'all it's on this, that the commission doesn't write extraction as solventless. That way you can home grow and make your own hash. Gotcha. Uh, but this is like solventless. It's a sieved. It's not even an extraction. And extractors will debate back and forth on that. So, because I am separating trichome heads from uh, the nug right. itself, so they'll say that's the extraction, right? But we're talking about chemical extraction through machines. What they consider when they're writing these laws, they're writing for an extraction facility to have blast-proof radiuses and things of that nature because it's a basically a mini bomb mm -hmm. that is you know contained. Uh, a closed loop BHO extractor or a CO2 extractor. Well, all we need is some cold water and some bags, and we can make, make all the hash head. in the, the fire. Yeah, we get some of that plum plum. We can make purple. We make that purple. That's what people. Uh, uh, I'm bringing purple. that out for 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 a national cannabis festival in DC next week. Okay, four twenty joint. Four twenty three. Four twenty three. Um, I got a hash hookah uh, with the quasir. That's for the veterans. That's going to stay in the veterans pavilion. It's going to. I'm going to start it up from the beginning, and I'm okay. going to give them enough hash to run it to the end. And then I got this portable hookah that I found. That's like I can walk with it. So anybody who comes up to me, I'm comatosing. Putting them down. So what's the next move, man? Next move is New Jersey. Uh, uh, 421 is looking looking like a good day for um, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, uh, the next move is New Jersey. Uh, as far as business-wise, it really is. New Jersey and Boston. I got a deal up in Boston, 100,000 square foot. Uh <laughs> Uh, mm. Two dispensaries as a social equity license uh, uh, that I didn't win, someone else won, but they came and sought me and and about it and offered me a piece of it, and basically uh, what I negotiate, and I'm I, and I'm I'll be frank with y'all, man. Look, this is like real business. 
So if you're going to build somebody's business, a multi-million dollar business, you better get ownership or you better get lifetime salary. And people haven't even heard of that. Mm -mm. Lifetime salary. You're going to pay me for the next 40 years (laughs) if I'm here or not. If you fire me, don't want me around, you still going to pay me. And the debt is not distinguishable. So if you file for bankruptcy, you can't get rid of my debt. You're going to pay me for life because I built this, right? If you're going to mm. use your use your knowledge to build a person's business and you're not going to have ownership in it, and even if you do have ownership, let's get this right. The skills that I have would be COO, Chief Operations Officer. There would be lead grower, right, and extraction. Right, we can do R and D product development also with that, but too many hats. But right. you're gonna pay me for every hat. You're not just gonna put one hat on me and say that I, he's a jack of all trades. No, 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 no. That's a salary for each of them. Right. And even with you owning, right, the owners get a salary. So that's something different. These are employees, and if you're an employee of your company and you hold many hats, you're a super asset. But if you own the company with others, right, they would have to pay a COO, a lead grower, a lead extractor anyway. And you still own sitting in the boardroom collecting the check. So will you don't devalue yourselves. I'm a, I'm like, right. I don't devalue myself at all. I know my worth. I ain't selling for shit. You know, I... It doesn't matter to me. I don't have to, like... If you do what you want to do. Right. I, That's what happens when you're a creator. You know what I'm saying? And you're actually creating a plant. So, you know, one of my one of my guys told me back in the days 20 years, 20 years ago, he was like, yo, you know, I used to be growing and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But New York is not the geographical place to be doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Especially uptown where it's mad illegal and all types of goofy shit. But he always was like, yo... When you when you have the um, ability to grow your own flower, you always gonna have you always gonna be good. Yeah, like you always. It's also why the grower is the biggest turnover in a facility. The grower is the biggest turnover in facility. You want to know why you smoke so and so's brand in so and so's dispensary, and it was that fire, and then you went back a year later, and you're like, well, what? That ain't like it was last year. It's a whole different grower that's growing that, and that's because like. A lot of times these people, like the grower is the, like the most disrespected motherfucker in the game. Heard you. Like straight up. And none of this shit exists without us. None of it. Not your ancillary business. None of that exists without the fire. Mm-hmm. So, or your swag, whatever, you know, your mids. It doesn't matter. It doesn't exist without the grower. But you want to nickel and dime us. You don't want to pay us. And that's why, like, your brands will fail, too. I.e., this is a shout-out to every grower out there. Don't settle for them. I know for a fact that you can do 200 bands in your house. So what the fuck is 200 bands in payment? If it's not 200 bands in, like, an LT, you know, any given Sunday type of deal where I'm getting bonuses of a million, you know, then you're going to have a big turnover every time. Because after I grew you $20 million and you celebrating how much cannabis you grew, <laughs> like, I'm not going to be sitting there too much longer 
those that are about it, and if you just want a job and some job security and that and some benefits, then you'll probably stay in that environment. But for those that like really want it, it's like, yo, bro, you can do that shit at home. At 200 bands, you could do that shit in two bedrooms. So how you feel about those micro licenses? Do you think that? I love that. Right. I love the micro license. It gives everybody a shot. That's 200 bands in your house right that's there. That's right. That's the, that's what that's you're the micro about. license, right? That's what you're talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Like it's, it's, it's <laughs> So don't think, you know, like, because, you know, it could come off like it's like there's no hope. Mm. But the the hope is that the micro licenses there available there is a way actually you know not be offended but actually you know be put on to what the next play is for you if you're trying to be in this cannabis <laughs> this shit. is it's big business for the for the big licenses right and there's not and, enough and, weed to and, supply new york so right. everyone's going these micro licenses are going to be dished out the micro licenses everybody's play and a, and basically a fair even even steven into the game other than that it was 10, 15, 20 million. In New York, that major license is going to be 100 million, man. You ain't got 100 million in New York. Hang it up for the major license. Right. But the micro license is where it is. And this is it. You know, you know Burner. He's a brand in which that was has been created over time of many years and many people behind that brand. I teach self-sufficiency. I teach how much cannabis you and your friends consume in four months. You tell me the number, and I'll tell you what equipment you need to grow that number. It's like that simple. And your friends, like, are going to want your fire if you can grow it. Right. And if you could grow it. Yeah. And it, it's not for everybody. This growing is not for everybody. I wish more people would just try it. I think that everybody that consumes the plant should actually try to grow it. As a hobby. As a hobby. So they can respect it. Exactly. So you can respect <laughs> so it. So you can fail and be or, like... Or like, man, like you can see how simple it is also. Right. If you if you have that botany and it's type of yeah, it's, outlook on it. It's time, dedication, love, and patience. Those qualities there are what you need. If you have those qualities, you can grow the fire. The problem is, like, it'd be that time and that patience that, like, up, oh, I'm going to chop early. Uh, a week early is like a 10% wake reduction overall in yield. Right. If you keep chopping early on your plants, that might not mean nothing to you as a first-time grower, but think about that over the lifetime of your grows. Every 10 grows, you've missed a grow. You chop early. Yeah, so, um, but there is a way. Um, it's about 200 to, to, to a half a million. And that's a micro license. Right. And, you know, I get into discussions. How many plants is 200,000? What? How many plants? That's or what's the size? About, about what size for 200,000 yeah. square feet? I mean, 200,000, 200,000. micro license. What you can get out of that? Yeah. Uh, 1,500 to 3,000 square feet. And like, perfect example. That's this a nice space. This space right here, right? Mm -hmm. I like the high ceilings, right? I could double stack in here. Right. So whatever the square footage of this particular unit here, I could double stack it. If I got higher ceilings, I could triple stack. So like your square foot imprint can be small, but you can go tall if you got the height. Right. Right. And I don't, I'm not, we're double talking. Double stacking is a thing, but some 
growers don't like double stack. They don't like it, but in, in order to scale up in in this oh where we're at, right. we don't New have York. the land and we don't have this space over here on the East Coast. And now in rural New York and and out in the country and that they do have these spaces, but still the cost of building one of these facilities is astronomical when you're thinking about building it from scratch. So if I had a uh, you know fifteen hundred square foot warehouse and it had thirty foot ceilings, used to be a garage. Fifteen thousand square foot. <laughs> I know up, right? Right. And that's why with the legislation, we we're very keen on the legislation with the it being square footage, not square footage canopy. Right? Gotcha. With the micro licensing. Now New Jersey has got hip with that. So they capped it. It's 2,500 square feet, 2,500 2, square feet, not to exceed uh, 5,000 square feet. You're probably wondering, like, how much cannabis can I grow? How much money can I make out of that? Well, in 1,500 square feet, right, uh, you're looking at like three million. Three million what? Tray fives, $50. A year? A year? Yeah. Double stack it up, you're talking like six, five to six. And then for a micro license, you also have to think of this. Even if you had a micro license to grow, process, and dispense, with a micro license, you wouldn't be able to supply your store for the year because you only have like four or five drops at max, right? So that means you're going to have to collab. That's a fact. One thing is collective and that term, it it has to be not erased out of the legislature, but not even brought up. The word collective. Because nothing's stopping from me and my homies from getting all the licenses and each one of us have a license. And now if I grow 10% of my grow being your grow and it's 10 of us, we have another grow of your purple vaders in the store all the time. And we could just have one storefront that we could maintain, but you ain't going to maintain it on your own. That's why like, oh, I'm going to be this. That. <laughs> okay. You got the micro license. You got the, you got the square footage, uh, but you can only do four drops. It'd be behoove you to like just do those four drops and make them yours. That means in a week you've sold all of your trees. Then you go back to growing. Then have a storefront that you got to go. Why are you going to supply it after the Vaders is gone? And everybody wants the Vader, right? Yeah. So it's gone though. You can't get it. You got to wait till next run. That even makes it even more coveted, right? So as a marketer, do I want the flood, you know, like, or do I want to keep it as an exclusive batch? And this is something that businesses are going to have decisions. I think craft is always better. You know what I'm saying? Keep it exclusive, especially when in a place where everyone is mass producing shit and fucking electric trimming shit. And you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like. I gave away last week. Block work. I gave away last week at the at this event, like my almost my whole nursery, my whole nursery, everything, everything that I worked on. Because I'm leaving DC, Heard you. so I'm like, where you going? Well, I haven't really decided. Mm-hmm. It's like so fresh and so a new, hat? huh? You gonna be wearing a Yankee hat? No, I know I'm not. I'm. I'll, I'll be up here, but I won't be wearing a Yankee. <laughs> um, 
But I ain't going to disrespect either, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I've been coming up this way for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I met you up here. It, yeah, it's like, it's it's funny. Like, it's like the grower is never seen, right? And it's funny. I used, to, I used to be at parties and my homie would trap. He trapped my trees out. He bought it from me. And no one would know. I would even buy trees from him. That'd be and it'd be shit. my trees. And just so you didn't know that who you was I was, going. man. It's like, this is like really crazy for like the growers now. Like now is because of social media and things of that nature. Like we're seen. Yeah. And uh, everybody wants to be seen these days, it seems like. Right. But we really don't. They don't, but they do because. They you wanna, have to be. They want to promote their brand. That's man. it. You have to be. They want to promote their brand, man. And they tired of it. Like you said, they tired of other people. They, they're actually tired of the cotton pickers promoting their shit and taking a. I don't like that word cotton pickers, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> but, uh. Now I got you. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You what um, well, it's about respect, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you got so much switcheroo going on. Right. You know? You don't even respect is, the grower. Like that that's a irk. It, if I grew something and I and I grew it, let's it, say I'm out west. I couldn't wait to put my grower on my package because I feel like that's a symbol of what it is. <laughs> and and consistency in the real too. cannabis world. It's somebody to be accountable for. Somebody also, has to be accountable if for it's, this grower. If man. if you threw out a batch that wasn't good, guess what? <laughs> guess who's getting but it? But I'm different though, because I came up in the grow culture. From the, since the ninety early nineties, you know what I'm saying? Like I've right. been in, involved with the grow and growers and all it was types big of shit. grows up here at one point. Yeah, and, and and the talk was always kind of the same. You dig what I'm saying? Where it's like I grew this, so you give who who grew their credit, especially if you know them. If I don't know you, I can't give you credit if I don't it's know. Also, you. Uh, there's another thing about this. This, this big and then if you want to sell it for the super high as a grower, right? Then you know you sold it. It's over. We right. don't want to talk no more. Right. You made your money. Keep it quiet. Keep it pumping. Also, like with these <laughs> genetics, like when you get the genetics mm -hmm. and it's something like I hunted, that's my shit. Right. Yeah, it could be whoever's the breeder. When you say you was, hunted, you mean that you grew in your own nursery? Yeah, I grew it. Meaning right. they okay. gave me the beans to hunt it. I found the fire, the one that you like so much that you're coveting. And like it's grown by... Right, so when you see this, like these tags, right, and everybody wants their credit, right. A lot of times when, like, I do this drop, I did the drop of all my shit. I got breeders' cuts that are not mine, mm -hmm. and I tell, say, this is breeders' cut. This is compound breeders' cut. This Jay Breezy's breeders' cut. You right. give them the credit, right? right? Then there's stuff that I hunted, that is compounds Fiji Sunset, my number four, right? Not their number four, my number four. Right, so if you got my number four, that's my shit. Like when you buy these seeds, like it's not compound ownership rights to those seeds. It's yours. Yeah, you grew it. And when you hunted them, which they want you to do to find that crazy shit, if you get a cut from somebody and you know like they hunted it, when you go post that cut, get in a damn credit. Don't act like you hunted it. You bought the pack because that's what a grower thinks. Right. When you post, you know, purple, when that when there's some seeds to that, right? 
okay? But somebody grew it out. They can't change the name to Pink, right? Says who? I'm saying, like, <laughs> that's the whole thing about the integrity behind this. Right. That's why, like, the pack that come don't be the name, which is an insult to the grower who grew it, who you bought it from. Right. Or you third man, middle man it from, whatever. Like, it's frustrating that the grower be the most disrespected. The one who produced the fire gets, like, least... Uh, and it ain't about money. Well, y'all selling it for five thousand and paying two fifty, man. So what you expect, man? And here we go. <laughs> I'm just saying. It takes a hundred hours. Here we I'm go. Here we go. Pickers, man. Here we go. And I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm about to blow that 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 ideology out the water. Mm-hmm. It takes one hundred hours at bare minimum to grow a pound. So okay, so so <laughs> so hold on. All right, <laughs> so rewind. So it's not two fifty. <laughs> so it's not two fifty a pound. We're talking about light bill. That's all. Okay. That's what we're all talking right. about. Right, it cool. costs on the light bill. What everybody right, complains so, about. So with man hours, it yeah. takes it takes that number up a bit. It takes a hundred hour bare minimum. Okay, hundred. That's like three hours a week for that life for that grow. Right. Right. So you go in there for three hours. Shout out to all the growers. You know I'm gonna what I'm saying? not for nothing. Am I a skilled or an unskilled laborer? Would you say? If what? Am I a skilled or an unskilled laborer? Who you? Yeah, the grower. Me. The grower is skilled. All right. So am I, what's minimum wage in New York? Twenty five dollars. Twenty no, fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. What's the what you pay your plumber? My plumber? Electrician. My mm. This is New York. We what don't, you, what, what they play? I'm, okay, well, that's, I got you. I got you. Like, everybody got somebody. Um, but, that, that, that. But, but, but locksmith, last time you was locked out your car to lock out your house, what, they, what you pay them to come to the door? Not to unlock the shit, but to come to the $75. door. $75. All right. So that, that's a skilled laborer, right? All right, then. Would you say that cannabis and, and hemp cultivation, organic Cultivation would be the most coveted skill in the world right now. Uh, yeah. All right. So how you gonna nickel and dime me about my elbows? And it's not that the locksmith could come over there in five minutes and woo 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 wham and bam. It's the years that it took him to do that wham bam. Well, he has to do hundred. Uh, he has to actually see. He can't to unlock the door. I gotta do hundred hours. He has to do hundred hours. So right. it's not a, a one. It's not a five-minute job. And it's not it's not about how many pounds I grew in that room. I'm telling you how much it how much time it takes to grow one. Yeah, that's just that's just for the man hours. Yeah. So the man hours, I would say about, <clears throat> how much it worth. I would say if it's a job and it's looked upon as a job, for that profession, I would say about uh fifty between fifty. Right, that's five thousand dollars an elbow. Between there you go. Between fifty to 75 hours. So you can't get mad at nobody. That's, I'm not mad at you. No, no, no. no. I, don't, but, I don't think anybody's mad. But but there, there are there are growers where this is an upper echelon This pound for 250 right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is. 250. 250. So that's the light bill. Only. Exactly. Only. Exactly. But that guy is outdoor. That's a fact. Right? He, he got acres land. and acres of land. Right, mm-hmm. it might be PGR sprayed and and lace, 
meaning that you got plant growth regulators that you're smoking that have carcinogenics in it that actually cause cancer, mm. and you don't know it, but you like the gas. And you don't care if it's tested or not because you got it for the low. So they don't really care how it's grown because they're going to sell it for the low. So uh, keep getting them low packs. Everybody wants them. The profit is high, uh, but the cost, once the Stop consumer finds out. Stop smoking that block work, right, man. It, it, once the consumer finds out, you know, this is a, a service industry, right? <laughs> so if, 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 are they, are they withholding that information? Cause we've been consuming for a minute and, and, you know, no, it's not, it's just ain't nothing new. No, it's ain't nothing it's new. It's just not on the conversation. You go look up PGRs, you go look up testing, even, even back in the day at the cups, it, they didn't do like pre-testing before. Now they do like pre-testing at the major cups, right? So I don't get to smoke like your, you know, your, um, your, your bad batch. Right. <laughs> but, but before that, they you know, you would, you, I would hit, you hit the oil and like, you know, number 20 tastes like something was wrong with it, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Come to find out number 20 tasted for residual mold mm. and that's what it tested for. We wouldn't find that out until, you know, after we've, right. we've already judged it. Smoke so, the mold and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so for, uh, shout out to all the all, all the competitions that are testing their cannabis and uh, beforehand before I get to it. But man, uh, like I said the growing is 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 to me is is the life of this industry. Uh, even though uh, we uh, as the growers are a lot of times felt as if that were disrespected, we do understand that we're the gatekeepers. And we understand that, like, these genetics that you guys love and you guys smoke, you know, uh, uh, not everybody is out to try and get over on you and your and your money. Uh, they have some dope people out west and east and here that are really about organics, really about, like, clean meds and only clean meds, and their name and word stands on it. That's what's up. And that's like it. The regenerative farmers, those that are, uh, this sustainability that we talk about, it's just like a sexy word, sustainability. If we sustain the status quo, we lost. We have to regentify and we have to rejuvenate the land and the soil in order to succeed because we've done past that of sustainability. Mm. So like... If you're not putting back in to the cup, then you're taking away from. And it's like, that's what the plant, uh, it's all blue and yellow with my ass. That's why I, I'll scream out this here, uh, blue and yellow. You know, it's about hemp, cannabis, and a sustainable future. And there is a way. And if you're not into cannabis, right, which a lot of times you need to like, there's these hurdles, and they're not overcomable. I, I know that because I've seen it through others doing it, that it's not, these hurdles aren't, that you can't overcome them. Cannabis that we talked about and the world knows me for is the billion-dollar industry, and hemp is the trillion-dollar industry, and no one asked me about hemp, right? And I'm more astute on hemp and its production <laughs> than cannabis. And a lot of people in the hemp industry, 
When you think of hemp, you're looking at CBD, CBG, flour and oil. Delta that nine. is Delta 9. That is new. Last 20 years. When there's 30,000 usages of the plant, besides the two that's sexy, the sexy is projected to be 24 billion by 2024. Mm. What's 24 billion of a trillion? Pinky toe. Mm. Textiles and fiber is where it's at. And why people aren't really, really into hemp that much is one, not understanding. One, you don't need permission. You have a hemp panel. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you don't need permission to grow hemp. Uh, in Maryland, it's seven days and $550. Seven days online. You got to pass a background, FBI background check, but seven days. In some states, it's as little as a $50 permit. Mm. Now, this wonderful crop that we talk about that's a trillion-dollar industry, don't let them fool you. It has real no value until process. And if you can't afford the processor, you're going to get, like with the rest of the hemp farmers right now, with thousands of pounds sitting in warehouses and don't know nothing to do with it. Because <laughs> one, they can't get an extractor to extract it because all the extraction percentage deals are had. And now the extractor wants 100,000 to run your 1,000 pounds into CBD oil. But that's CBD and CBG. It is really about the fiber, the plastics, the hempcrete, the batteries. The sustainable future of the planet is based right. off of hemp and what we can do with it. You need a decorticator. What's that? A decorticator separates the fibers. You've seen a decorticator. In, in school, in everybody's, in everybody's book, uh, they talk about the cotton gin. And they showed us the pictured picture of a black and white picture of some slaves around what they say is a cotton gin. And behind those slaves is what looks like bales of hay that's taller than them. And they're running the, uh, the, the, the hay, which is they're saying is cotton through the cotton gin. That's actually a decorticator. That's not hay. It's hemp. Why I say everybody can grow is because the largest slave migration in this country was put forth through hemp because hemp was the most labor-inducive crop of the time during the colonials. Mm. Your people's wasn't growing cotton. Cotton grows three feet high. It would have been at their knee. It wouldn't have been as tall as them. That was hemp. They've already been growing it. But the decorticator separates the fibers. And the industrial one is like a half a meal. Mm. Right? That's like for the little one. So you can tell these farmers grow this wonderful crop, but you can't afford this. You can't even do nothing with that. Right. So it's like it has no usage until it's processed. So, but they, they was basically just doing that so they could go cannabis at the end of the day. That's like a setup. It's like, yeah. You do this and just wait. 
But the fiber is where, like, the real money, that's the trillion dollar. That's why hemp is the trillion dollar industry. It's the fiber and its usages of the fiber. And, like, people. So there goes a play for y'all right now. Get you about two million. Go get you four. Um, the quarter-caters. The quarter-caters. Go run up to these, some of these old farmers that got their hemp farms that just sitting on shitloads of shit. And, and go to court. I'll give shit. y'all a play right now. Real play. What's up? Alkaline water, industrial water machine. Alkaline water machine, the actual machine itself, uh, makes 250,000 gallons before it needs servicing. Mm. All right? How about you just uh, water for a dollar? Heard you. There you go. Gallon. Alkaline. <laughs> How's that? That's good. I, yeah, actually... I want to roll up some of that weed you grew. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I want to roll up some of this. What's this right here? Fiji Sunset. Fiji Sunset. The structure on this shit crazy right here. Yeah, that's uh, compound Look shit. That. That's, uh, Look at that that's right the, there. That's the glazed apricot shit right gelato. Here? Shit crazy right here. Cross with, uh, 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 cross with the great gasoline. I never tell people strains. I don't, you know, listen, man. I'm I'm not a grower, so. You, you know like it's gas. I'd be it's like, man, stop asking me questions, man. Are you scientists? <laughs> Are you a scientist? You smoke block work. You smoke PGRs. Relax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, my name is Shice Bubs. This is the DC Scrogger. This is Heavy Smoke. Where, where can they find you before we go out? DC Scrogger on everything. DC, on everything. Yo, DC, uh, S-C-R-O-G-E-R, 1G. I do know how to spell. It is Scrogger. That's uh, Scrogging, technique of growing, screen of green. I See. use nets to make bonsai trees. Kiki. So yeah, this is Heavy Smoke. You already know DC Scrogger. I bought a, a, you know, this is what we're doing. Hey. My guy.